Hello, and welcome to Journey With Us, a podcast of Journey Baptist Church. Hello, and welcome to a new series of our podcast called Meet Our Members, where we interview different members of Journey Baptist Church and hear a variety of testimonies, ranging from salvation uh, to longevity of service to witnessing opportunities and really just looking at different ways that God continues to work in our church. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Bryson Bolton, who I've gotten the privilege to know over the last six or so months. And Bryson, why don't you just take a minute and introduce yourself to our listeners? Hey, everybody. My name is Bryson Bolton. Uh, I'm 35 years old, uh, born and raised here in St. Joseph, Missouri. I went to all the local schools here, Hyde Elementary, Spring Garden, Benton High School, and then uh, Missouri Western for college. Um, Did pretty well in school, had trials and tribulations kind of through life like everybody has, but ultimately, luckily, um, led to a strong faith in Christ, which you get, you know, kind of honored and um, privileged to be able to speak about today here with you. Absolutely. And, and obviously that is what we want to talk about. And so, um, but before we talk about your new life in Christ, uh, let's talk about maybe your life before Christ. So what, what was some of your upbringing, maybe your church exposure from an early age um, to even the past five or six years, kind of what your relationship with God would have looked like, if at all. Um, and again, just sort of your, your testimony of life before coming to Christ. So I was baptized as a Catholic uh, when I was younger and then went through First Communion and didn't really have a a strong faith, I would say. Um, Was kind of one of the Christmas-only attendants, and then I would say not until really recently, uh, mid of last year, 2022, was when I started fully kind of attending church and, you know, trying to grow and have an actual faith. Um, definitely, um, through high school and in college and, um, early career aspects was kind of plagued with uh, a lot of addictions, um, have dealt with uh, drugs, pornography, I mean, greed and, um, essentially all of the, the seven sins, all of the 10 commandments. I've disobeyed every one of them, um, and have committed every single sin. Um, so definitely was swimming in a, a life that was, I mean, unfortunately un, unpleasant, um, which led to a lot of mental issues. I've dealt with anxiety and severe depression and uh, the seasonal depression and panic disorders and have uh, been on medication since probably around 2009 and 2010. Um, so just kind of troubled and lost through life for many years with no true purpose of any things. Um, kind of troubled through school, had MIPs, three MIPs, a DWI. Um, so just really struggled kind of getting getting solid ground under my feet, having a foundation in life to kind of build from. Um, was just really swimming in sin, did whatever kind of felt good to the flesh and um, desired physically. Um, so... But at the at the same time, um, definitely blessed to kind of have that experience to lead me to try to, you know, find a different path in life and an actual purpose. Yeah. So why don't you maybe talk about that moment? So so and thank you for being vulnerable there, for sharing some of those things, because, I mean, those are those are not unique to you. I mean, all of us come from sinful, broken backgrounds, and sometimes we just need to hear that other people have messed up too, because that encourages us that there is forgiveness for for everyone, no matter what background they come from. And so why don't you talk to us about that moment now, about that kind of conversion moment where you're you're swimming in sin, you're living for for life now in the flesh, um, and you finally hit 
hit that moment where you've exhausted all your options and, and there's nothing left but to, to come to Christ. Why don't you tell us how that happened? So it was kind of a unique and a little bit longer journey um, that all boiled into one kind of true happening um, in, in coming to Jesus. Um, around 2009, 2010-ish, uh, junior, senior year in college, actually was drinking and was under some unprescribed medications and had jumped out of a truck and fractured my skull. Um, every doctor I talked to, every person I talked to um, was essentially just surprised that I was even still alive. Um, had paralysis on the left side of my face for, for many months. Uh, my ear still rings from it. Couldn't blink my eye, lost my uh, smell, um, lost my taste. And then shortly after, I started seeing um, the numbers 831, um, which was very, very strong, kind of overwhelming feeling. I didn't really know what it was, um, just kept seeing them in, in different um, instances and circumstances. At first, I, I truly thought it was um, lucky numbers to go gamble with because I had uh, many addictions. So I would go to the casinos and I would play all those numbers and I would just keep seeing it over and over. And one of my bosses actually um, at a previous job working at Sears was like, oh, that's Romans 831 um, is what that is referenced to, which is if God is for us, then who can be against us? Um, and just continued to kind of see that throughout the years that followed. And then um, literally 12 or 13 years later to this this past December, uh, it all boiled up to where I was just severely depressed, was on many mental medications, um, had lots of broken relationships that, that weren't strong in my life, um, family members, you know, not great relationships, drug, job struggles, um, just severely anxious with everything. Uh, smoking weed on a daily basis, multiple times a day, cigarettes, smoking, um, having panic attacks, COVID, and it all boiled down to, to December 4th was, was when it all happened. Um, I was literally laying in my bed, um, had smoked out of a, a bowl some, some weed, and it caused a severe panic attack. And at that point, I, I truly um, was at the point where I was either going to go to the hospital or probably harm myself in some manner. And um, just the seeds that have been planted through my life, um, stripped down, got in the shower and literally prayed to, to God with, with my life and, and asked for forgiveness and said, if you can help me through this, I'll, I'll never do any of this again. And um, I will, I'm yours. I'll do whatever you want if you can pull me out of this unfortunate circumstance that I've created and boiled up into my whole life. Um, got out of the, the shower after I felt a sense of calming and um, started reading the Gospels. Um, started reading the, the first one and um, just for the first time almost felt a sense of peace in, in my life. And um, it was just truly overwhelming and, and amazing and then just continued to read and um, which is just kind of a testimony to the power of the gospel. Um, God essentially sent Jesus down to die for our sins. I've done nothing but been, you know, an awful person, commit every sin, disobey every commandment. And I, he was still there waiting for me at the time that I needed him most um, to provide comfort and, and peace and, you know, a, a sense of salvation to my life and um, just kind of truly found a, a purpose in that for the for the first time in my life kind of what you're saying there of you know he he placed us above himself so that we can then place him back in his rightful place on the throne um, number one in our life i know uh just from talking to you 
previously one of the one of your biggest um, just anthems of your new Christian life has been the the number one commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so thank you for sharing that conversion moment with us. Um, so that was December 4th. Obviously, you got up, read some of the Gospels, got this sense of peace, understood Christ died for you, understood that you have eternal life. Um, take us from from December to now. Um, so maybe if you could just kind of summarize what, what has been your Christian walk, just in that short time, how have you seen God start to transform you? What are some of the things you have learned? And what are some of the steps you've taken to grow yourself in this new faith? So I would say the most amazing, probably part of the whole situation is just the absolute peace and harmony that I have felt in my life since truly giving it to Christ. Um, I used to just be, I mean, overwhelmed and just engulfed in swimming in absolutely every sin and addiction that was possible. Since then, um, literally the the next day, um, I have not smoked, done any drugs since. I I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I don't drink anymore. I'm off all of my mental medications. Um, I have rekindled a a lot of relationships that were neglected through my life. Um, And I mean, no more panic attacks, anxiety's gone, depression's gone. Uh, literally everything is, is almost as it was never there before. Um, and all I did was place my faith in God to receive his grace and mercy on us as, as humans, as the kind of sinful nature that we are. Um, so it's more than a, a blessing. Um, and just truly accepting life through God's will, plan, and his speed, um, essentially what's happened in the in the past is over um so there's nowhere to be anxious or stress about it um just try to continue to look toward the the future and um live in the present the future is in his hands it's going to be at his will what he wants to happen is going to happen it's going to be his plan and it's going to happen on his time um so there's you know not a lot of anxiousness towards the future as well because i know it will be taken care of and you can truly live in the present which allows you to have peace and truly accept and um, just kind of take in the beautifulness of true life. Um, it's such a short period that we're going to be here on on earth. The way I look at it is uh, the track that you used to walk around for school for the mile, it's a never-ending loop that will go forever. Our life here on earth is the first 40-yard dash of it to where um, we're alive in, in the human form for the 40-yard dash. But what we do in that 40-yard dash will truly have an effect on where we spend eternity. So take it in for, for what it is, but also be very cognizant and uh, aware of what you do with that. And, you know, you can either struggle and swim and try to feed your flesh and desires, or you can place your faith in, in the Lord and, you know, hopefully, um, you know, find a path that gives you more purpose and and leads you to an eternal life with the ultimate creator, which is, you know, kind of the main goal in in everybody's life, I feel. Uh, Also since then, just a a sense of uh, purpose to kind of help others not go through the same experience that I have. So that that would be one thing I would definitely recommend if anybody's struggling with anything, uh, pick up a Bible, read the Gospels, and, you know, um, 
truly put your your faith into something that does have a, a healing power and a life changing um, aspect. And then just a perseverance uh, to keep God number one in my life. I try to honor and glorify Him with with everything that I do anymore, um, which uh, essentially helps me avoid most of those sins in obeying His commandments. Like Adam said, the top two commandments, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, um, literally satisfies the first two or three commandments. And then if you love your neighbor, you're not murdering and stealing and coveting and doing all of them. So it satisfies the other. And one of the main ways to, to truly do that is put God number one in your life. Um, and essentially when you do that, we I still come across trials and tribulations and man, should I do this or should I do that? And there's a right and wrong way to do everything, everything you come across. You can either choose to sin and disobey this commandment or you can choose the, the godly manner and obey and follow the Lord and honor him and glorify him with the decisions that we make. Um, the only other thing I would say is definitely a discernment aspect. Um, as I was kind of reborn and um, zealous to, to learn and read, and as much as, as I was saved and just felt that peace and harmony, um, uh, you know, I was given a book, the, the tongue, which, you know, kind of states that, oh, we have power to do these things, and we're many gods, and um, it you know, I was kind of excited because I was so fresh and so new and bounced that off of uh, Adam and some of the people here at Journey Baptist, and um, it actually had a negative connotation with it and was a, a word of faith kind of prosperity gospel type. And the more that I watched, the more that I came across that were like that. Um, so it is very imperative as you are growing in your faith or, you know, newly finding your faith to make sure that you listen to and find sound doctrine um, and references and bounce everything off the actual Bible and the Word to make sure that what you are hearing um, is the Word of God and not somebody else's opinion um, or, you know, their perspective on what the actual context of certain scriptures are. Um, many people will try to push different agendas, which I, I've seen with um, most of the sermons online and even a lot of sermons here in, in town. Um, so definitely, uh, you know, take everything with the grain of salt that you hear, go push it against the Bible and see what the actual scripture says. How have you seen the church, or maybe how have you relied on the church also um, in this really early stage of your Christian walk? I mean, if you, you've only been a believer for about five months, but you've already really grafted yourself in. I mean, you took new members class just a few weeks ago um, at, at Journey Baptist. And so how have you seen the church be a really important part of your new faith? So I don't really um, communicate and talk with a lot of people. Um, I don't have a, a crazy amount of friendships anymore. I've just kind of burnt things over the years and um, just literally an overwhelming sense of, uh, of a family um, that you know, you get to see every Sunday, and you, you get to talk gospel, and you get to share testimonies, and um, essentially share the word with, with other people that have that same kind of zealous and just, you know, commonality to what has kind of changed their life for the better to, to give them a purpose. Um, and then essentially the the discernment aspect as well if if i wouldn't have had a church and you know i was finding my faith and was just continuing to read books that were you know essentially incorrect teachings and giving us power when uh, we don't have any power it's all god and in 
the the trinity that's going to provide power in in our lives um it, it definitely could lead you down a, a rabbit hole that it's w- would take your 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 knowledge and your faith as soon as you have even grown it and then just yeah truly staying in the bible um reading the word and um you know going to the bible studies to continue to to grow the faith and um, and yeah, just the welcoming and involvement with, with other people who have uh, a similar love for, for Jesus and what he's done for us in our lives. All right. Last question, Bryson. What is one thing that you want our listeners to know? So definitely that it is never too late to find Christ and, and place him number one in your life, um, which the the worst part in not doing that that's the only unforgivable sin would be blasphemy of the holy spirit and not truly believing in what he stands for and and what he can do for us um like i said i've unfortunately committed every single sin and i've disobeyed all 10 commandments um yet when i was at the lowest point of my life god was still there with open arms to receive and accept me and i mean truly saved my life um, just the sense of peace and harmony that was provided by realizing his grace and mercy on us and what he did by sending Jesus, you know, to the cross for us to die for our sins. Um, and then placing our, our faith in that this, you know, we've been working together on going through Romans and Romans three twenty two. this righteousness is given through faith in Christ to all that, to all who believe, um, it allows anybody, no matter where you are, what you've done, to receive this righteousness by placing your faith in Him. So, um, no matter what your past was, no matter what you've done, or how awful you feel about the things you've done, um, that's definitely the the thing I would want people to know: is it's never too late to to place your your faith into God. He He wants to be um, number one in in our lives, just as He placed us number one with Christ's sacrifice to to give us the ability to be saved from from this world and the desires of our flesh here. Thank you so much, Bryson. Thank you again just for your honesty, your vulnerability, um, and ultimately your testimony. I have no doubt it's going to encourage our listeners, um, hopefully just refresh their joy in the Lord and strengthen their hearts to continue to follow him. Um, Thank you also listeners for joining us for this first episode of Meet Our Members.